Hello everybody and welcome to episode number four of For Fit's Sake, the podcast brought to you by FS Gyms. We've got an awesome episode in store this week. We're joined by Sarah Warren and Stephen Bradshaw, the FFS Transformation Contest winners. The guys are going to be talking us through some of the obstacles that they face throughout the 12-week contest, how changing their mindset led them to changing their bodies, and there's going to be some really good action items for you to take away listening that apply to your own health and fitness journey. Let's get stuck in. All right, guys, welcome to episode number four of For Fit's Sake. We're joined by Kieran Ruddock. As always, Rudd, how are we doing? Good, folks. Welcome to the podcast. And we have the winners of the FFS Transformation Challenge, Stephen Bradshaw. Hello, everybody. And Sarah Warren. Hi. Male and female category winners. How is everybody doing this Sunday? How are you guys? Pretty good, yeah. yeah Not you, too bad. You're starting Rudd's retraining this morning, Brads? Yeah, yeah, I went through a, a session this morning. You got <laughs> sick? Uh, no, 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 I didn't get sick. That's my, what Sarah told me. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did, you were saying Brad's was sick after the session, that's why they're late. Yeah. Miscommunication. Miscommunication there, yeah. I didn't get sick, my body just chose not to work for a few minutes. That happens sounds And Rudd, did you feel sick or are you okay? I felt a little bit sick, it was a good session. Just uh, shout out to Berkey down in CrossFit 353, he's our coach in Mary's with Brad's um, and he put on a really good session for us this morning. Uh, which finished with the bike, assault bike of 15 seconds, as hard as you can go, rest for 2.45 three times, and it sounds... 15 on, 2.45 off. Yeah, it sounds very easy. It's only 45 seconds, but my God. Oh, you're... She's a beast. She's a beast, yeah. You think 15 <laughs> seconds, you got this, no problem. And Is that what did you, Brads? Oh, yeah. Ruined me. Ruined <laughs> a me. big man as well, a lot of power. That's a lot of it. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, too, too much, much power. power. <laughs> too much power. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. And uh, any plans for the rest of the weekend, guys? Are we getting ready for Christmas now, Rhodes, or what's going on? So we, I've done all my Christmas shopping. Did no it. way. What'd you get me? Yeah. Uh, I can't tell who got what because we're doing Secret Santa. I, my lips are sealed. Um, but you asked to follow last year. You got me the drumsticks last year. They were I, pretty slick. I did get you slick drumsticks last year. So uh, when I get you this one this year, it'll be even better. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And lads, what are you getting ready for Christmas? Winding down and work yet? Or? Yeah, I had my staff party last night. Okay, we won't give away too much on air. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad? Uh, yeah, I, I blitzed all my Christmas shopping yesterday. Um, and I'm heading down to Limerick now tonight for... Uh, a reunion with a few guys from school for our 12 pubs. Very so. good. I've actually got no shopping done, so that's not good at all. Um, right, brilliant. So guys, obviously we've got you on because you are winners of the 12-week transformation challenge at FFS. Well done. Um, how, how are you guys feeling after the whole process, Brads? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Um, I'm completely blown away by it, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, feel feel pretty good. Uh, learned a lot over the 12 weeks. Um and uh, yeah, I just can't believe it. I'm thrilled. G- give us a run through with some of your PBs and your results. Oh, uh, well, I I think it was 19 pounds down after uh, 12 weeks. Uh, I started off at 19 stone, uh, fairly or pleasantly plump, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and now uh, and now I'm down at getting ready for the winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. Ready for hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> and a. Obviously, you had a bad injury through that, didn't you? You hurt your knee at the start Yeah, I uh, went skiing in March and uh, I dislocated my knee after two days in. Um, yeah, it wasn't the, the, great, the, the greatest start to the holiday. I was only two days in and um, the last run of the day and I came down and my ski got caught in the, in the snow and my leg went one way and my body went the other and my knee popped. So, um, so yeah, that kind of knocked me for six. I actually did that... I dislocated my my other knee when I was 16 <laughs> years ago and I thought I'd gotten to sport and everything thinking oh great now I'm I can, safe I can finish up and I'm in one piece um, but then yeah the skiing knocked me for six unfortunately but, uh, which probably makes obviously Rudd's doing a lot of work with you throughout that that probably makes the the whole transformation even more impressive because obviously Rudd's you would have to program different things for Brad's throughout but like overcoming like it's a, it's a small obstacle in the grand scheme of things for, for things that can happen to people but it still makes the challenge even more complex I think it really does speak volumes for what Brad has achieved over the challenge because as you said it is such it's a way bigger challenge having to do it where you're so limited so we could only do upper body weights um, so nothing we, wrong with that Brad's. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life could have been worse, but yeah. we, we did two 30-minute upper body sessions, lots of high reps, um, 
and then I sent Brad's on um, a hit program to do in his own time of bike work. He could do either a 15, a 20 minute or a 30 minute session depending on his time commitments um, with the expectation of him getting two of them done a week. Um, so he's very limited in his training uh, and in fairness to him he, like that could have been an excuse and a lot of people would have used that as an excuse so I can't do it perfect so I'm not going to do it at all but we chatted about that mindset of progress not perfection and just focusing on the things he could control like his eating um, and the sessions he could do and in fairness to Brad he really, did, he really did buy into that and he just focused on the things he could do and did the best he possibly could and then look at him now yeah the results fair play Brad and Sarah some of your results or PBs throughout the 12 week process um, yeah I lost 27 pounds of say that fat. again just because our mics is obviously it's only our fourth episode the mics might be working 27 pounds okay. of body fat of body fat alone body fat and okay. I gained 5 pounds of muscle fantastic so, yeah unbelievable and there was obviously some performance uh, PBs in there while you were doing it yeah, I was stuck on chin-ups for a full year at 10 chin-ups and I couldn't get couldn't get 11, but in the 12 weeks I got to 13, so it was definitely the body fat that was holding me down. Uh, well, it's, it makes sense, you know, it's like stra- strapping that, that 27 pounds to somebody, it's harder to do a few chin-ups, but uh, like that's incredible. I've, anyone who hasn't seen the pictures of Sarah and Brad's, you can look up the FFS Gym Instagram page or on Rudd's page, um, like they really are incredible and the, the best thing that's coming we're obviously relaunching the new the new transformation starting again in January but like the comments that are genuinely coming in about you guys and the, the stories about them uh, like you're inspiring people whether it's in our own community in the gym or people outside whether it's in Dublin or the rest of Ireland so like I know you're sitting there kind of nodding your head both being very humble but like what you've done is inspirational for people around so f- fair play to both of you um, and the big the good thing about that is like you're completely normal dudes like Brad's what you've like f- f- we both have full time jobs you're not athletes that are in the gym all the time although Sarah you try your best to be here every minute of the day <laughs> but uh, you know like Brad's what do you what do you do give us a bit of background on your, your what your your life outside the gym is like yeah it's uh, it's been pretty to be honest it's been a pretty hectic year um, for me uh, I used to play rugby uh, with Rods, I was with St Mary's for a number of years, and uh, now I am. I'm. I've got the opportunity to coach uh, St Mary's, so I'm forwards coach there. Uh, but my full time job, I'm a, a business development director in a creative ad agency in Sandymount there in Dublin called um, <clears throat> called Kick, and um, that's pretty much my full time job. Um, it's it's nonstop and. I also help out my dad's business as well. He's a motorhome rental business called okay. the Campervans, and I, I help him out um, as well. Um, and then coaching, um, and yeah, trying so to there, there's a lot on there, you know, a, a fair bit. Yeah, and yeah. I, I suppose for me the the thing about I suppose I've always had rugby, so I've always trained. I've had some sort of training, and I found that I suppose the trickiest piece was when I finished playing rugby. Um, I found it hard to have a purpose or find a purpose to, to train. Um, I wasn't motivated, I suppose, hugely because with rugby, it's it's relatively easy. You know, if you're gonna you lift because it's going to benefit the team, or you run, or you try to get fitter because it's going to help you perform better for the team. And there's a bit of a purpose. Whereas when you finish, it's very hard to kind of replicate that. And I don't think you can. Um, and I needed something to kind of give me some sort of focus or some sort of accountability and. Uh, um, the challenge I think came at the right time for me this year it's been a pretty pretty mental year from personal and from a work side you know so brilliant but like that yeah. just shows that there's a lot being juggled there and uh, like obviously there's like work commitments are going to take priority at times but like Rudd said when you're talking about your time commitment sending you sessions that you can be in control of if they're 15 or 20 or 30 minutes you can adjust to what your, yeah. your time commitments need and Sarah yeah. you're, you're a teacher yes teaching third class and I love it yeah most of the time um, and then keeping myself busy in the evenings I started doing Olympic weightlifting with coach Aoife brilliant shout out to Aoife McNeil shout out to Aoife yeah found it challenging at first because I just couldn't do it and it wasn't it was more than just a one movement thing that I couldn't my multitasking it wasn't burpees so you weren't going to be brilliant it wasn't burpees yeah. so I just couldn't do it <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I've started to really enjoy that now and then I had I think one of the best things, my favourite things in the gym is the group of friends that we have and a few of the girls set up a running club on Wednesday nights. 
So I've been doing that every Wednesday. We've been going for runs. You let me tag along. Once we twice. let Rory tag along once. Me and all the girls. Never again. No, it was good. He didn't come back. Too fast for me. Yeah. And that was so good. I think that was one of the things that uh, was recommended was a steady paced run once or twice a week. And I don't particularly enjoy running, but going with friends made it so much easier and on the days when it was wet and you didn't want to go, one or two of the girls would just text you and say, come on, we've got this, let's go. So, Yeah, yeah. that kind of like, Brad, you're talking about that kind of team environment. It's like, whether it's, we don't want to be bigging up the gym too much, but with with training anywhere, if people are trying to take on, you know, changing their body, changing their lifestyle or their mindset with regard to their training and nutrition, like having that support system around you is really important because like you've both touched on team elements there and what Sarah's talking about is pretty much the exact same yeah. thing. It's just your group of friends, but you can bring each other through it. Um, Rhodes, is your experience the same with, with training and... Oh, definitely having, having that group environment is so key and I, I think it comes back to that thing of enjoying the work so if you can enjoy the work it's going to be easier to do so um like sarah said so we friend texting you come on let's go and you know you're gonna have a bit of fun and have a bit of crack while you're doing it, it you're gonna enjoy it so much more even that workout we did this morning uh, as a group of lads in the rugby team doing it together and at the times when it's really really tough and then someone just goes and you hear, come on, Rods, you've got this. Or come on, Brads, you've got this. It just kind of picks you up and then gets you through it. And then um, the other piece as well is, I think, go back to with Brads. Uh, I know Brads, how much he's, how many demands he's juggling at the moment uh, from the side of his work. I know he's up to all hours working and I often give out to him because I'm like, how many hours did you sleep? Did you get last night, Brads? Uh, <laughs> five. I'm like, Brads, what are you doing? He's like, I had to do this thing or whatever. And then... Um, but that's well, that's part of it. That, like, that's, that's part of he, it. That's what gets him paid at the that's end of the day. That's what gets like him paid. Yeah. And then, the, but the, 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 as well, on top of that, he also, like he said, he's involved in his father's business. But as well, <laughs> people don't realize how much goes involved to be a rugby coach. So you think, oh, if you're a rugby coach for an AAL team, it's just oh, two nights a week coaching and then a Saturday you're there. Far from it. He's doing all the videos. He's calling players. There's a million different things to, that he has to be doing. So for Brad's, I know how much he's got in and what he was able to do during the challenge was even just sometimes you go on the bike for literally 10, 15 minutes but that counted as a session and he do that and that's what added up over the uh, 12 weeks or so a take home point for everyone out there is you're not too busy don't even think you are um, if Brad showed he could do it with everything he had on it's just a matter of being realistic and going I'm not going to be able to do a 30 minute session here I'm just going to do 10 but if you add those 10, 10 minute sessions up over 12 weeks then you're yeah. going to see progress. I think one of the one of the things that um, stood out to me in in the in in training with uh, with Rods was that we used to do <clears throat> early mornings. We made it a, a decision uh, to say, "Listen, I want to train, but I'm crazy busy. What what times can work for you, and what times can work for me?" And and we found a time to work, and it was obviously in the morning. To this ahead. is why I never see. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming in at the end of your you're sessions always. How are you? <laughs> but it was it was in the morning, and that was fine because like I I don't mind getting up in the mornings and, and doing a session, especially. What time do you train? If, well, we we train we we train on Wednesday mornings now. We we used to do two mornings a week where it was a quarter to six. Um, now we do Wednesday mornings at eight o'clock and Friday mornings at quarter to six. So okay. it's and if we have to adjust or shuffle things between because I've meetings or something like that, then we, we do that. And Rudd has been very accommodating with that. But one of the mornings I was in and uh, um, Clive, one of the coaches, um, how are you, Clive? He, how are you, Clive? <laughs> um, he he came in and uh, usually he's there on time, the same time as me, and he came in about fifteen minutes late. You know, I was like, oh, you're late today. Did you sleep it in? And uh, Rudds then later told me, he said, well, Clive is actually coming from Kilkenny and he's getting up at four and he's doing this <laughs> and he's and he's making his way in. And the point is, is that Rudds always said, no matter what happens, he said, there's always somebody out there that's a little bit more, worse off or going something through something a little bit trickier or tougher or harder and they're they're putting it in. Um, so that for me meant that I had no excuses, you know. So if yeah. I was able to make a, um, a session with Rudds at whatever time in the morning, then 
then I'd make it, you know. And you know that Clyde's crawling out of bed at four o'clock in Kilkenny, yeah. coming into the winter, getting up. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. That's like that's that's something as well. Like like you don't the smallest things can inspire you if you're open to them. Like yeah. if you've got the mindset that. Look, like, you know, like your knee was goose. You're probably like, it's, you can be like, oh, six in the morning, my knee is goose. I can only go in and do a little bit here. Whereas you just bought into it, said, I'm going to go in and do the best I can. And when you're open and you're in that mindset, more things can inspire you because you're more receptive to them instead of just being closed and, nah, my circumstances are crap. It's going to be difficult for me all the time, which is the biggest thing. If you can change people's mindset early in a process like this, um, like anything can happen like it really can and that's a really cool thing for myself and Rudds to have seen over the last 12 weeks is with the people who've had that mindset of no I'm, I'm really going to try better myself here amazing things are happening in all other areas of their life not just in the gym so that's, that's a really cool thing yeah. but before we go on to get into the challenge a bit more I have a special surprise for you microphone rub rub pass those on Open um, them. Do I take my cup? No, no, there's no cup. No. <laughs> Open them up, spray them everywhere. Uh, Thank you. For anyone. Oh, with, wow. oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> That is what you call a fat stack of cash. 1,000 bucks each for the winners. Woo! Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank well you. deserved. Thank you very much. So, let's, our plans have just changed for the weekend. We're going for a massive breakfast after this, and the guys. No, well done, guys. Well deserved. Uh, how does the cash money feel in the hand, Sarah? Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. Hard work paid off. Yeah. Rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, obviously, look, the cash is brilliant and it's uh, it's cool and it's an amazing, don't thank us. Um, it's an amazing thing to be able to, like, to have something at the end of it that, like, like no one who's done this when they filled out in the forms at the start what they wanted to do or was talking at the end the money wasn't a motivator but it's definitely the icing on the cake and then it's the cherry on top of the icing I would imagine but uh, like how do you feel after going through the whole process Sarah over 12 weeks like money aside like how do you feel as a person do you feel different than you did 12 weeks ago oh definitely I feel during as the challenge went on I had more and more energy and wanted to do more and more during the day and I used to love my afternoon nap every day and I stopped having my afternoon naps about two three weeks in so that was um yeah the energy was great and then the motivating I suppose I'm a very competitive person no not that Reese was talking that. last <laughs> Reese was talking last week about you tried to hammer him in, a, in like one of his only sessions in the gym in the last few weeks and yeah and I think I beat him did I Rhodes is nodding but I, I, no comment no comment and Sorry, um, Sorry. yeah the, com- the competitive side of it was definitely an extra motivator for me but I've always wanted to get in better shape because I've always given my training 100% and spent time and effort in the gym but I just couldn't get in that shape that I wanted to get in because I liked my monster munch and (laughs) coke my cans of coke too much and chips going out for dinner too much and I could never say no to it and I'd start on a Monday and by Wednesday I'd have fallen off the bandwagon and then I'd say oh I'm just gonna start on Monday and I knew that wasn't the right approach but I couldn't I just couldn't get out of that habit so the competition starting on the Monday by the Friday I'd felt pretty good about how it was going but I had said to myself oh I'm only one week in and I, I started writing down everything I ate every night for the first six weeks and just to keep myself accountable and by writing it down the next day I'd say oh I really don't have to write down that I've eaten a bar of chocolate so I'm just not going to eat it but then after six weeks I stopped writing and I didn't need it anymore and no cravings and I still haven't had crisps which is a big thing for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it is I've seen you eat a lot of packs of crisps a lot in of the packs past. of crisps yeah. in the past so I don't want them I don't crave them and do you feel like that's you're probably more empowered now because like you said you've got more energy the cravings aren't as significant does that just make you feel more in control because you don't have these things pulling on you like I need a nap or I need I need a craving yeah definitely I mean there's still challenges but um I yeah those cravings I've overcome those and I was in a pub last night and what was put in front of me packing a mighty munch and everyone and was opening do? them. Didn't touch them, didn't touch that them. Is the shocking. smell of them was <laughs> overpowering, but didn't touch them. Took a photo and sent them to Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> what to do? Yeah. What will I do? No, um, just didn't touch them. But yeah, I still have cravings. Oats is the big thing. I just want to eat so many oats all the time. Since like the porridge end. oats? Porridge oats. Okay. Too many porridge oats. What? I'd say 200 grams of porridge oats okay, every right. day. But I'm overcoming that now. That's my thing to overcome at the moment is that craving. I think from like myself and Sarah have a bit of a strange relationship 
being... Tell people, tell someone who's listening at home how you know Sarah. So, <laughs> Sarah is my fiance, and we are going to be married in July, and nice. we live together, obviously, at the moment. So we have a strange relationship where I'm her coach, but I'm also her partner, so there's... A very difficult position A very to difficult be in. position yeah. for both of us to be in. So, what the big thing I've seen with Sarah over this uh, 12-week challenge was a belief in herself that she could make better choices. So, as she mentioned, the gym part has never been a problem for Sarah. She's the most competitive person I know and one of the most mentally tough people I know. Uh, she does things that I'm like, oh my God, that is so impressive, uh, like unbelievable. But then you couldn't really translate it outside of the gym. And then we'd all have this discussion where like the Wednesday and you'd be disappointed it didn't go well and you're like I'll start again on Monday and then I try and give you good advice but then it's difficult when you're so close as people um, but then the thing I've seen now with the challenge is she kind of got past that hump and got like a few weeks in that six weeks where she didn't she she was like I can do this it was by no means easy doesn't need you as much anymore it wasn't easy but she had like a, a belief in herself that she could just go no this doesn't match my goals I don't need it I'm fine I'm just going to have a better choice and I, I, and I've seen you carry that on now whereas before I think if you'd have thought at the start of the challenge uh, about the the monster munch you, I, I'd imagine you would have thought I'm, as soon as I finish the challenge I'm going down the garage and I'm getting monster munch <laughs> would that have been correct as yeah I what think you that thought? was my one thing that I, I wrote a list of the five things I was going to eat <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the challenge on the day the challenge ended and one was a flump what is my, a flump I know don't ask <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to know so healthy I wouldn't so, put that shit in my body and mighty munch monster munch and I think the only thing on the list that I've actually had was a, a pizza Okay. And I haven't wanted any of the things. Another thing was ketchup. Absolutely addicted to ketchup. And would have gone through a bottle of ketchup every two weeks. And I still haven't touched ketchup since day one of the challenge. So. And funnily enough, neither have any of the Chelsea players at the minute. You see Antonio Conte, first thing he went in, whipped all the ketchup out of the... No. Yeah, went up to the chef, went insane with him. They saw all the players eating ketchup. This is not in my kitchen for any of my players. I'm not putting this in their body. Too many processed additives in it, so... Oh. You can make the Chelsea team now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Brad's like, is, is there any kind of things like talk, Sarah's talking about? Probably being a bit more empowered there. Like, talk us through what you feel now that you, maybe you didn't have twelve weeks ago. Yeah, or like, I, I suppose when when the, when I heard about the challenge and when I when I saw it pop up and say there's an opportunity to do a challenge. To be honest with you, I wasn't going to do it because I didn't think I could. Um, I because I I was injured or because I had, a, had an issue with my knee or because I was busy or whatever I honestly I honestly wasn't going to do it um and actually a friend of ours uh Garrett Logan um was working Logie. with Logie uh, was working with Rudds um beforehand and he just said Rudds was giving him a little bit of advice on nutrition and said it's actually just it's really just about making better choices um and my kind of thinking was is like I I love going for a few pints I was a victim of plenty of takeaways and uh, regularly and I kind of went to myself okay well if I can start making better choices maybe I could I could do okay or I can I could approach it with a better mindset and uh, I just one day I just said right let's just go for it. just put my name down and we'll just see what happens and that was exactly what what I did I said let's let's see what happens um, and what I found was is that I, it was very it was laid out to us very simply you know it was like listen it's not about perfection it's about progress you know it's it's not about changing a huge amount in your it's not all or nothing it's just making uh, like apply one change that you wouldn't have done before take one and do it for a couple of days and then when you feel like you're confident with that then look at the next piece and 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 do that for a couple of days on top of what you what you did beforehand and um, I just felt like instead of like Rudds and, and I after coaching or after training on a Thursday before a game, we'd get food up in the up in the club, um, and like the food is fine, but you'd get usually it's like a, a load of rice or a load of pasta and chicken or whatever, and and then there's loads of bread floating around the place, 
Um, and students I, love that. And I would yeah, have been the one to go straight for two that. or three of the, the bread and like Larry load of pasta or Larry load of, of, um, of rice, whereas now it's only kind of like literally, literally a small bit of rice, but throw on all the meat, please. Yeah, thanks a million and a bit of the salad. And instead of going for all the rolls of bread, <laughs> I, I found myself going, actually, no, I'll, I'll leave that now. <laughs> and more often than not, Rudds was beside me and he'd say, yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but, just before kind of Rudds was into a few bits, the thing about yeah. it is some people are probably listening to this now going, right, you know, they listen to the start of the episode, they've gone, they've seen your pictures and they're like, this is really cool, it's impressive. But they're listening and they're going, well, hang on, she's his fiance. your man hangs out with Rudds a couple of times a fix. week up at Mary's <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. No, but this is what some people might think and this, yeah. that's the mindset we're talking about. But, like, just to kind of dispel any of those myths right now, like, I know how, like, I'm in a position where I'm coaching my fiancé in the gym. Like, what, as much information as I give and as much help as I try to give, I would say 10% of that probably sticks at the best of times because mm-hmm. of the relationship. But, like, Brad's, like, you're only seeing Rudd's, like, realistic, probably two, three hours a week. And most of that, when you're coaching him on the pitch, or he's mm-hmm. actually coaching you in sessions. Like, it's 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 down to your guys work and you're getting the same information that that everybody else who does the challenge is going to get um yeah well like the thing is i i've been training um for about two years with ffs and like i've i've had a, a really really good time like before i got injured it was focusing on animal flow and and trying to learn those movements and there was a load of really really interesting techniques and what i really enjoyed was that there was something new and if you had an interest in something then Rudds or yourselves or whatever would go and, and find out how to Im, Im, bring it into your training whereas so that was that was fine so I've been part of the system I suppose in, in the team of FFS for a number of years but it was only when I started doing the challenge from a nutrition side of things that I really saw a massive change because in my in my physical look because I started actually doing the things that Rudds has been saying to me for years but I actually started implementing um and it was like it, it was genuinely was literally educating myself through the, the the information that I was getting from Rudds as well, and and just going and and, and looking up online, or trying to find out a little bit more, and doing things that I I found tasty or I enjoyed rather yeah. than trying to force it. You know, you probably see us both beaming with smiles there because it's just, like it's the hardest thing for us as coaches is to get people to to buy into their nutrition outside of the gym and being accountable for what what they're doing in the other twenty three hours of the day, and um, like that's Rudds. You're obviously working on that lots at the minute with with people inside the gym and outside of the gym uh, and it's that's what's given you when we talk that gives you great pride at the minute when you see people making those better choices yeah it, it, it's <clears throat> the thing i've become most passionate about because of that reason um the impact it can have you have 23 hours outside of the gym you have one hour inside the gym everyone enjoys the training aspect of it so all the choices you make outside the gym are they going to be the ones that really have the impact on the way you look, feel, and perform. So, um, <clears throat> for 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 us, uh, the nutrition. I think the big thing that we're getting from both you guys is once you kind of got into it and you broke the back and you broke a few habits because it does take a while to break a habit. Once you broke a few of those habits, a whole new belief came, and then you kind of start to see one that you can do it, but two, you start to see some of the results. And then, yeah. then then it kind of starts to snowball. And I think the hardest thing is when you start to change a habit or a behavior is the first initial part. And normally what will happen is it won't go well. You'll beat yourself up. Oh, I can't do this. And then you stop because you don't believe you can do it. Whereas I think the big thing is if you can just commit to the process and go, I'm going to give it this and I'm going to try and do it. And then if you make a mistake, one of the lessons we talked about a lot in uh, the transformation program was the concept of wiping the slate clean. So if you make a mistake, you just recognize it. Okay, I messed up there. I did X, but no big deal. I probably did it because I was busy, stressed, tired, or ached because someone else was eating. I know that now. I can learn from that next time. And the final thing is you just wipe the slate clean and you give yourself permission not to beat yourself up and you just move on and try and make your next choice positive. And then that kind of starts to snowball. And then after a few weeks, then like both of you are saying, you're like, well, I actually don't realize why I was addicted to that in the first place. I don't need that anymore. So believe in the process and just stick into it. That's exactly it. <clears throat> and it, that's, that's as well. If people can do that with, with their training, with their nutrition, just like we talked about, Brad, so you'll see other things really positive happening you know, in the rest of their lives. Um, so that, that's a really cool thing for us to see with the Transformation Challenge. In terms of one of the 
the toughest things or the most challenging things about a transformation contest and something that might put a lot of people off is the concept of progress pictures. So even for myself, people say, oh, you're a trainer, you're in good shape, I wouldn't be intimidating for you to put up progress pictures. But if you look back at my uh, transformation Two years ago, when I got to five point something percent body fat, bragging, bragging. bragging. But but you, th- <laughs> you you think of that, and you think, oh, but if you look back, I didn't actually put up my progress pictures in that because I was like, I don't actually want to put a photo of myself on my Instagram with my shirt off. Mm. I'll, I'll just put up the data, and everyone can see that, and then I done it. And then I was like, then this year I tried to beat that, managed to beat the score. And then I was sitting in the office. I remember it was just before we went away on holidays. And I was like, I'm going to put up the photo now and Instagram about it. And I was like, oh, should I put up the, the actual progress photos? And I sat there for 20 minutes with them loaded and the thing written. And I was just like, I don't know if I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. So like, it's so intimidating for anybody to do it. It's such a big step to put yourself out there to be for other people to see yourself basically in very little clothing. And then for 20 minutes, I'm doing that. And I just pulled the trigger and sent it out. And then like, so what I'm trying to get at is for myself, people might look from the outside and go, ah, sure, your man, he's in great shape. No wonder he's taking his shirt off and putting it up on Instagram. Uh, It must be easy for him, but it's not easy for me. And that's a big thing that puts a lot of people off when they're doing their transformations in terms of you guys. What was your experience when you had to send in your first progress picture to me? I think I took about 50 photos (laughs) and they were all the same, but I was still going, yes, no, no, no. Which one will I put up? Um, That was intimidating, I suppose, looking at it. And I don't think I realised looking now at the end photo that I was in the shape that I was in at the beginning. I think I didn't think I was in good shape, but I think I thought I was in better shape than I actually was. Um, and that was what I was most worried at the end, putting up the photos, was that people would see what I looked like at the beginning. Um, because I'm tall as well, I can pull it off with when I've got clothes on. You you wouldn't notice, but um, yeah, that was that was quite intimidating. Yeah, I I was um, I was similar. Like I I was very nervous about putting it up, and I th- I think the reason I was nervous is because. Um, like that, being tall or whatever, you think oh, you can you can carry it, but. When I saw the photo after it was taken, so Michelle, uh, my girlfriend at home, she she took the photo, and when I saw it, even the photo, like I genuinely looked sad. I didn't look like I was my bubbly, normal, happy person. I I could see some somebody there. I was reflecting somebody there that I didn't like, and I didn't really recognize in myself because. Um, like I, I would see, I would be quite a positive person um, majority of the time yeah we have ups and downs but I, I genuinely genuinely am quite positive and when I saw that back I was going oh god this is going to be interesting um, and when I saw the transformation then when I did the because I didn't obviously take any photos in between I just maybe jumped on the weighing scales every now and again but when I saw the transformation then there's actually a smile on my face and I could see that I was like, yeah, actually, I'm okay with that. Like, that's the type of person that I feel like I am, you know. And I was reflecting it a little bit better, um, but very nerve wracking because I think the thing about digital and social media and everything and working in an advertising industry and all that, like, once it's out there, it's out there, and people are going to ridicule you no matter what. If you're willing to be brave enough to put something out there, like I write a little bit of a blog every now and again, and the first time I ever wrote a blog was the hardest thing to do, like you with the photos. Push and send is so different. Send and publish. Press and publish was was like that. I was sitting there going, I left it for days, not publishing. And then I just I just said, right, just do it. But the reward for me was, okay, I, was, I, I put it out there. But the reward for me was somebody sending a message. Whether it was one person saying, fair play. Or, do you know what? When I saw that, this is what I did. And I found that incredibly rewarding, which kind of gave me a drive to continue to do that. And after the photos went up on FFS like two or three people have already commented saying listen where did you do it how how did you do it how can I get involved fair play and that's I think that's amazing and I was always that person saying it to other people saying well done fair play to you and to get to get that return not saying I was looking for it but to get it back was really that was that was probably the best thing 
I've got to reinforce what Rudd's is saying there. Um, like I'd have a couple of clients who, you know, you, you had say Michelle take the pictures for you or Sarah, you might have had Rudd's or someone you live with. Like I've, I've helped a couple of people take pictures in the challenge who mightn't have anyone at home to take them. And uh, like seeing how difficult an experience that is for some people is, it, it, it's, it's really eye-opening. Like it's not something that, that I would do. Like listening to Rudd's there talking about it, waiting for 20 minutes to press end. Like I didn't know that about Rudd's and you're kind of, you're thinking like people would easily just look and say he's a personal trainer he's he's in great shape he's he's talking about being five percent body fat and the the difficulty he has opposed and that's like i think that that should really you know ring home to a lot of people who who are really nervous about doing it it's a it's a horrible experience you're not even when you're publishing or putting it out there it's a difficult experience for you to sit there and look at yourself just to look at the picture and say this is what i look like and you kind of you judge yourself and that's not what it should be it's it's a data point it's just this is what i look like today right and then you look at greg plitt um guy taken too early motivational speaker he he died in a a kind of freak accident he was hit by a train shooting a commercial but this guy he's got some really cool videos on youtube people that are listening should check him out he in one of his kind of montages says if you're trying to start something where you're trying to change your life or change your body take a picture write all your details on the back of it your weight everything about your training that you're currently doing stick it on the mirror and then you're never that person again so every action that you make that day or the next day is to just be a little better than what that person was the day before. And I saw that recently. Brian, one of the coaches in the gym, sent it on. And uh, I just really rang home to me when I'm taking those pictures for people. I'm trying to say to them afterwards, look, this is all it is. is it's a piece of data. Look at that guy on the picture on the phone and just you're going to be different the next day if you take the positive actions to move forward. It only becomes a really negative thing if if your actions don't match your goals to move forward. So like it's such a difficult experience for anyone that's listening to whether it's something like entering a contest or just someone trying to improve themselves over a long period of time. It really is a difficult process and we understand that as coaches and I think people, your friends will be a lot more empathetic than you think. Mm. You know, you're worried about people judging like blogs or anything you put out there. Like, don't worry. We said in the first episode, Rudd's about, you know, we said out loud we want to open a gym and people are like oh can I help and at the start like I was worried people were going to say you can't open a gym you're not going to be able to do that but once you do it like everything starts to snowball in the right direction I think just to really like piggyback and hammer on the points Roy said because I think it's probably one of the most important things people can take away from this episode is that idea of a progress flow is just data so the people that I coach as well on the nutrition side a big part of our online nutrition is posting progress photos and it's a challenging thing to do but it is just a photo and any attachment we place on it is our own attachment and view of it so just take the photos it's just data and you can look back and compare it and then the last point I want to touch on which was the most rewarding part for me as a coach was the progress photos when they come back when we did the before and after Roy stuck the before and after together and it wasn't the thing where someone come back and I'm looking at someone's six pack or I'm looking at someone's muscles and I'm like wow look at how good they look there the biggest thing was pretty much I'd say 80% or 90% of the photos that came back, people in their first photo weren't smiling. And then people in their second photo had a massive grin. And that, for me as a coach, was the best thing about the whole thing, was seeing these natural, huge grins. And it came from the point we talked about last week with Reese, where it was the thing of, it's not what you've achieved that really makes you, it's the pride in the work and the actions that you've done to get there. That's why you're really happy because yeah. you're standing, standing in front of the camera and you know you're better than you were before and you know you've done the work yeah. to be there and you're proud of it. I, yeah. I think, I don't know, what I would be your reflection on that? Yeah, I, I think that's 100%. Like, and just to, to touch on what you said, Rory, as well, is like when you guys were starting out in your gym, you you everybody wanted to help you you were you one know? of the lads that i sorry i didn't give you a shout there you gave us some big help at the start I, but like but the painter ha- happy to like yeah. you know but but it, the, the the hardest thing for people to make a change or to do something or to try something is to ask for help and i think that's the biggest and probably the most important question for anybody to say when they're starting off is because doing the transformation challenge for me was basically asking for help help me become happier or, or healthier or whatever right you guys starting out your gym was help help us help us set this up like help what can us we do, do everything we haven't a clue but, but you know but but that that's the thing is that it's, it's just asking for help because the goodwill of your friends is is out there and for most people looking at it it's, it's the hardest thing to do is ask for help because a lot of people are proud and they they feel oh, i need to do it myself whereas if by asking for help it just it just means that you're you're getting other people part of the journey and 
it's probably the most I, I for, for me it's it was the most important question um, starting out and Sarah yeah no I agree and uh, the help of friends as well at the very beginning I think in the first couple of weeks I was going over to friends house for a movie night and they knew I was doing the transformation challenge and they said okay only healthy treats you know help Sarah out here and one girl brought carrots and hummus and another brought popcorn and just I was telling Kieran when I went home like, how what great friends I have that would do that because they know that if there was crisps there that I would want to eat them and probably not now I can sit in front of crisps and not eat them but <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do that in the beginning of the challenge and they're just such a good support system and to have friends like that really helped along the way. And that's the thing as well. When you have those friends around you, like one other client I'm working with at the minute, um, she's got like big Christmas lunch today, actually. And, you know, like if you having drinks all day with the girls and, you know, like she's going to want to do things. But she's all, like kind of can view that as a negative thing. Um, you know, like, oh, I've got to be really careful what I drink all day. And, I've, I, you know, I have to mind this and mind that. But if you've got good people around you and, and they know that you're trying to achieve something, they'll either help you with it. But the flip side of that is if you've worked really hard for a long period of time, like, say, over 12 weeks or whatever, like that one day or that, that one experience, like a big girly lunch. I, I don't go to many girly lunches. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a big thing. It's like for us as our little lads or 12 pubs or a Christmas party, like that's a big occasion that you look forward to for the whole year, right? So... Why do you want to have negative attachments to that day? I gotta mind myself here. I can't enjoy it. Like whereas if you're doing things consistently throughout the year, there's no shit. There's no kind of guilt attached to those things. It's just it's an occasion that you can enjoy, and the next day you just wake up and you get back to your process. You know, I, I hate hearing people be like, oh, "I've got this really big thing on," or you know, a birthday. You know, I've got my partner's birthday or my kid's birthday, and you know, I gotta be really careful if I'm eating a slice of cake or whatever it might be. But like, that's something that you should enjoy. Yeah. And if you're doing all the the small actions and you're making better choices consistently throughout the rest of the time, that's stuff that you can enjoy. And yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're really happy moments instead of having negative yeah. waking up the next day. I wish I didn't eat that cake last night. And I agree with you on that. Like that 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 was one of the things is like going out for a few points. I still had my few points. I still went and had a laugh and went for dinners and stuff and and did that. But rather than than going and having two like four or five or six or whatever points i'd have two or instead of going for certain things in the in the menu i'd go for something different and it was just rudd's hitting home every day and speak to him it was like better choices just make better choices do that consistently better choices consistently and it meant then i could still socialize and have fun it wasn't all or nothing like you you would hear on other nutri or diets or whatever it was and if something doesn't go right then that's it you're off you fall off the bandwagon it was just make a little bit of be more conscious of what you're trying to achieve and i th- i found that massive for me in 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 making sure i maintained my sanity for over the 12 weeks as well you know yeah and the lessons that kieran would send you get them three times a week just yeah. when you think you're having a slump midweek yeah. next thing an email comes in and it's so motivational reading them by the end of it you're going oh okay no i can do this and they weren't too regular but they weren't too sparse either they just came at the right time that you'd trickier for you though because he's in your face the whole time (laughs) he's not really because he comes home so late at night (laughs) but yeah no it was it was so good reading those (laughs) (laughs) you you guys are touching on it there um, but I just really want to kind of bring this home obviously your bodies have transformed but for us as coaches the real aim is to transform people's mindset and people's lifestyles so if you could just give us a few more examples of how your lifestyle has changed as a result of the process or during the process, Brad? Yeah, I, I suppose my my lifestyle, I suppose my, I, I've, like Sarah, a lot more energy. Even though I mightn't get all the night's sleep, the seven or eight hours sleep that I'm supposed to get, I still have a hell of a lot more energy than I did before. Um, I nearly kind of, if, if I don't get up at a certain time, I kind of feel like I'm wasting uh, part of the day you know so I'm kind of I, I I like I find that I've a lot more energy um, I'm happier as well like my like Michelle would even say it like there's there's more fun there's a little bit more a uh, little bit more crack like it's just even at work if something goes wrong at work I don't get stressed out of it stressed over too much I kind of just compartmentalize it and go okay well, well how can I approach that in a different way all right let's just leave it there and I'll come back to it I, I have a more positive approach and stuff um and I suppose because I'm because of a lot of things going on I don't feel like I'm stressed out of my brain 
Uh, whereas before, I was, how am I going to do this? I was always asking questions about, Jesus, I don't know if I can do this. How can I get from here to there? Don't want to let anybody down. Whereas now it's just like, I'm giving them a best shot and, and that's all I can do, you know? Why, um, why do you think that is, Braz? Is it, is it- um, I think it's because I'm, I'm, well, I'm fueling myself with better stuff, better food, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fueling myself with, with better food, I, which means I have more energy, which means as well that, I, I suppose this year was, was crazy. My, my dad got sick this year, earlier on in the year, and it, that helped me readjust my mindset too, you know, and kind of go, right, just just give everything your best shot. You can't, you're not going to do everything. You're not going to, you're not going to have that, the, the right answers all the time, but just give it a best shot because like, you never know what will happen tomorrow. So have a cut today and see what happens. And if when today is done and dusted, if you think you can do something better, then okay, we'll try it better the next yeah, day, but yeah. don't put pressure on yourself, you know? And Sarah, in terms of what, what's changed for you in your lifestyle or your mindset since the challenge? Um, definitely energy is probably the main thing, is feel like I have so much more energy. I was always quite energetic. No, I was going to say, not that you needed much not more. Not that I needed energy. any more, but I have more. Yeah. It came and in fits and starts that were before the challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. consistently <laughs> over-the-top hyper now, but yeah. <laughs> constantly making better choices now and that wipe the slate clean if I do have a slip up knowing that I don't have to wait until Monday to start again that it's it's not the end of the world and um, that I can do it and as well just little things like I started drinking water I probably drank one glass of water a day at most before the challenge and my skin everything has just been so much better I know that's probably more Girls would be care more about their Brad's skin. Brad loves his skin. <laughs> You're glowing. <laughs> Just having much, yeah, much better skin and feeling more confident because of that. That, and I'm sure it's not just the water. I'm sure that's vegetables. I never ate vegetables really either before the beginning of the competition. People listening have no idea how true that is. No, yeah. so in, true. In sweet, in sweet and sour from Mao, you'd have a few vegetables. Yeah, yeah. I know. I used to ask for no vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, can I have sweet and sour with no vegetables? Oh god. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that, probably a combination of both of those. But yeah, gives has given me so much more confidence. They're, they're amazing things to come out of. Like it doesn't have to be as well. If you're listening to this, like, it doesn't have to be like the FFS transformation challenge. It's, it's your challenge. It's like you're you're transforming your mindset, your body. Like just go do it. You don't have to wait till to enter a contest like ours to do it. Just pick a time, put a time on it, set out what you want to achieve, and just start doing it. You know, reach out to people like personal trainers or coaches that are close to where you live or look online to do whatever you, you, you can to get it done. It doesn't have to be with us, but just go and do it. Like that'd be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Just go do it right now. Sit down when you're going to, when you want to set it out. Uh, and that can start before Christmas. Something mm-hmm. a few weeks before Christmas. You don't have to wait till the 1st of January. Uh, I remember last Christmas, I, I, I was in New Zealand last Christmas and uh, it was, I think the 27th or 28th of December. And everybody was putting up posts about 1st of January. Like everybody, right? And I was sitting there, I was like, it's the 27th of December. There's like four more days left of what's supposed to be the best time of the year. I was in New Zealand. I was having an amazing time with my, my family over there. And I was like, why would I want to wish four days away that were like, turned out I was proposing in those few days. So I was in a different mindset that <laughs> I want to enjoy every minute of this. But I remember I was, I was looking up, I was looking at my phone on Instagram. I saw a load of people who, who I know going first of January, going to kickstart this, that. And I just looked up at my, I had my family around me and I was like, this is such a good time. I put my phone down. I was like, oh, why would I wish a second of this away for what I can do in January? Just do the things now and live in the moment and enjoy it. Don't wait until January. So you can start making better choices now. You can still have your 12 pubs this weekend. You can still go to that. But tomorrow morning, get up and have a good breakfast. Like You don't have to wait for another two, exactly, to yeah. eat, eat crap for two or three weeks and then wait till January. Um, so like for guys, if you could give us like a bullet point, your three biggest takeaways from the challenge your three biggest learnings I suppose what would they be Brads um, yeah better better choices would be one I think that's I, I, there's there's three things you're probably me. going to be copying each probably other the same, here, but, but like there's, there's we three can tie things. these in if you want and you can yeah. just nod or yeah three things that have kind of hit home for me is better choices consistently alright so that's that's the first one um, the other one would be uh, progression not perfection alright Sarah's disgusted yeah, I'm robbing all Sarah's ones <laughs> sorry Sarah can you I can go, go for the third one <laughs> but, but, but it is it is, it is um, it's, it's very much like we know what's good for us we know what's bad for us we, we genuinely know that but it's, it's so it's about making better choices progression not perfection so like if, if we can't 
like eat the right foods or the best foods in the day or if we don't make a session or whatever it's it's about okay well do you know what tomorrow's going to be better so I'll, I'll do something a little bit better that i didn't do today yeah. um and sarah can give the third one then yeah because they're definitely joined first two yeah. yeah my two would definitely be the same and then my third one would be um wipe the slate clean if you do have a slip up it's okay and always ask yourself does this match my goal and if it doesn't do your best to veer in the direction that you want to go yeah there's um they i wasn't brilliant at this in the 12 weeks but i i definitely was better than what i was before i did wiping the the slate is it well it was actually preparing um grub um so it was like I think one of the other ones is what is it? Preparation, Preparation beats, beats willpower. willpower. Yeah, Rudd yeah. is over the moon here. Like, Rudd's hands are in the air. To, to give you guys the background, obviously, look, you know Rudd's. Like, yeah. th- these are the things that when we were sitting down to design like t-shirts for the gym and stuff for yeah. next year. Like Rudd's had written down all these things. Like the, he's like these are the things that he lives by. Yeah. Like every day he says them in all his emails. He signs off and he puts them on Instagram. But he lives by them. To, yeah. So to see people actually like really take those things home i can't imagine how happy it, yeah. it makes him it was it was big but and I, like as i was saying like the preparation piece willpower i i definitely like i definitely prepare my 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 breakfast i definitely prepare a couple of meals throughout the week sometimes i wouldn't be able to um or i wouldn't find the time to do it but definitely um something that i did far far better in the 12 weeks than i've ever done before Mm-hmm. brilliant so I'm delighted to see that my brainwashing has worked <laughs> <laughs> excellent yeah. now what is next in your health and fitness journey guys Sarah um, anything on the setting horizon setting myself a new goal I suppose at the moment December is probably a hard month for everybody with like what Rory was saying parties and girly lunches and love those girly lunches uh, all those bits so at the moment my goal is to just be consistent and not undo the hard work and constantly make better choices to match my goals. And then my kind of more long-term goal would be, I'm embarrassed to Don't say be this. afraid to put it out there. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> to have more defined abs. I, nice. Um, yeah, would love to keep going in that direction. I got the bod pod done and I was happy, really not happy actually with what I started out with, but self set myself a target and got myself to the body fat percentage I want and I don't want to go any lower than that but I definitely want to build more muscle and have more defined abs so that's what but that, that first bod pod's the same as the first picture it, it's that first data point it's not mm-hmm. like it's we, 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 we people go we, we send them up to UCD to get bod pods done because like ultimately we can use some of the biodex stuff in the gym but like the gold standard is, is what's going to be done in the performance lab in UCD. That means there's no room for myself or Rudds to adjust things slightly with our bias coming in or any other coaches. Like that's that's what it is. It's black and white. But when you look at those numbers, I know from having my own clients go up there, it can be upsetting when you sit mm-hmm. and you're categorized. That's the biggest problem. You're put into a category. You know, it, it's got like normal, overweight, like excess body fat. Like seeing that written on a piece of paper that that can be very upsetting for someone mm-hmm. so like that's just the first data point you've done it you've got it don't be that person tomorrow. no we'll never go back yeah keep me forward but your goal there sarah is amazing to like you've set a goal for december to stay consistent to stay consistent like that the goal doesn't have to be like something completely you know huge or life-changing all the time you can reset small goals right i've got two weeks now till the run into christmas i'm not gonna slip up I'm going to keep doing what I do consistently and I'm going to enjoy myself that's just really good I think just before we get on to Brad just to kind of touch on another thing that Sarah said that I think is really good and really important is so many people that I coach would I think it's maybe like an Irish culture thing of being humble but so many people come in the gym and they're like so I'm like okay what what do you want to achieve how can we help you and then they go oh I just want to get a bit fair I just want to do this and then you really probe down to it and they're like, no, I actually want to look fitter. I want to have a six pack. I yeah. want to be leaner. I want to be more defined. But they're afraid to say it out loud. So I think it's really important that if your goal is you want to have a six pack or you want to be leaner or you want to look better with your shirt off, don't be modest and don't say it. Like, I want to get leaner. I want to be in better shape and I want to be proud to take my shirt off. And it, like, because I think that's a big thing that holds people back from ever achieving that. It's because it's like this judgment thing of someone else doing it. But if we're being honest, most people want to look better. Yeah. 
So why what's the big deal about saying it? And I think when you come out and say it, you're far likely to go better and achieving it. So I think just to kind of take the stigma away from that in Ireland, definitely that like it's okay to want to be in good shape. Yeah, it's like that thing. <laughs> we get people come in. I sit at a desk all day. I want to move better. Right, that's their first thing to come in. But like after six months, you have them moving really well. We have them doing our, you know, you have them doing yoga. You have them doing everything that they can, and they've achieved. They move better, and then they go. But why do I still have a belly? And you're like, well, you never told me you want to get lose body fat or you want to have a six pack or you want to rip. Like, just be honest, dig into it at the start because people can't help you, but you can't help yourself. If you're not being really honest, going, I want to be jacked, I want to be 8% body fat or whatever it is. If you're just honest with yourself and put it out there, that's the only chance you have to achieve it. Yeah, do what makes you happy. If, yeah. that's, if, if you know that that's going to be like, that's what's inspiring, that's what you want to do, don't care about what anyone else thinks just say it and go after what makes you happy yeah. and for you Brad what's next in the fitness journey I have, yeah for me for me it's it's like I'm still still trying to work on my, my knee to, to get that right <laughs> you like, ski trips planned uh, no no skiing is off the cards that's for sure um, I so to be honest with you I'm, I have a goal there's a there's a level one uh, animal flow instructor thing happening in March. Uh, I think it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's in March. But uh, I want to be able to be, be able to take part in that. Um, and my goal is to be able to move and get my body right to the point where I, my knee isn't restricting me anymore. Um, obviously, I'm going to, I know that I'm going to continue with the better choices and the consistent um, uh, better choices following on from the, from the transformation challenge. But, I'm working with um, uh, Mark Sexton, who's a physical therapist, and I'm working with him to get my, my knee right, obviously working with Rudds. And by March, that would be the biggest thing for me, is to be able to do those animal flow movements and awesome. be part of that, um, that, that that instructor course. We'd love to have you in there as well. Yeah. And the bad news for me is I will no longer be the biggest guy who does flow in Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be that shrimp fella next to the, the massive gorilla moving around. Yeah. <laughs> into I think that, I think that's there. There's a compliment there somewhere. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Is. That is yeah. a compliment. <laughs> it, it was the big thing people would say to me on Instagram and stuff. They're like, "Jesus, you move so well for such a big for such a big man." I yeah. can't believe you're doing that stuff. And then they're gonna see me and Brad's flowing together. They're like, "Who's your little, little brother?" Fella. Yeah. <laughs> Like you next to Reese again. Me and Reese. Like, yeah. no, yeah. Why do I hang with people? That, that was the thing for you. Like I, I, when I worked in uh, Wellfest the first year, Richard Scrivener. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to pronounce. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rich. Yeah. Big Rich. <laughs> Big, uh, he, he. Uh, I was looking after the Wellstrong tent, and he was. Uh, he came and he did his first animal flow session in Ireland at the time, and I thought it was unbelievable. Yeah. And then when I started training with you, Rose, about two years ago, so we were doing animal flow then, and I was loving it. Like. Really loving it. So okay. tough, so much tougher than so people much, think. Yeah. It's so hard, but it's but it's so rewarding because like to be able to hold your body weight is like lifting weights is one thing, but to be able to control your body and control it's the a very movement, very it's different totally thing. different beast altogether. Yeah. But uh, really enjoyable though. And in terms of just really, if you could summarize. Brad, you'll be good at this with the marketing background now. Yeah. Give us the yeah. big clothes. On the spot now. Yeah, on the spot. <laughs> Give us the one line. If you had one piece of advice for someone starting their fitness journey, what would it be? Go. Don't be afraid to make a change. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. We can close with that. It's like Set. a Michael Jackson line or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid to make a change while looking at the man in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, listen, that's exactly it. And it's, we're hammering home a lot of what we're talking about. Is don't be afraid. Like, say you want to do it. Do, say help. what you want and do it, yeah? And Sarah? Yeah, similar to Brad's. There's never the perfect time to start. And next week, next month, we'll probably just have as many... Um, what's the word? Obstacles. Obstacles, be, yeah. yeah. Um, so just jump in and just do it and give it your all and everything is possible brilliant there's a Nike, a Nike tagline in there as yeah. well just do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just do it and anything is possible Adidas you're, is yeah. possible. you're not Over brand aligned at all yeah. 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 and then protect this house think, we're under armour we can get everything in I there. think you told me Kieran that it wasn't possible to get to 16% body fat you told him that it wasn't He, I had said yeah. oh my goal is to get under 18% body fat and I was at 298 and it wasn't that you said I couldn't do it, but no. you said, oh, I don't know. But what, to be he, honest, he, he just didn't want to but, 
it's expectations. He's just managing expectations there. And that's <laughs> that's something that, you know, that's kind of the, the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. We're talking about people who are sort of really nervous to do something like this. But then there's people who go, I'm going to do everything. You know, and I'm going to achieve so much in 12 weeks. And they're setting the bar way too high that they're always setting themselves up for failure. So I think in, that's okay. In Rod's defense, doing, I would think it? he's probably trying to manage your expectations there. And he, do you, you don't have to defend yourself, Rod's. No. We know, we do, know. Do, just to kind of give, give a bit of clarity on this, with Sarah, the watch she achieved in the 12 weeks she dropped 13.9 percent body fat and put on two kilos of muscle that's exceptional like, it, yeah. like i've never ever seen anything like that so from my own coaching experience when someone comes to me with that and goes i want to do this in 12 weeks i'm like oh hang on a second now let's make this 24 weeks and then i think we could be talking yeah uh, so just trying to set a realistic target but as usual in our house I'm wrong Sarah's right sorry sorry. that's the only reason that this was a success here is because he said that on day one and you were like do you know what that is probably why I went out so hard don't tell her you can't do it yeah (laughs) first mistake well just before we went to the fitness forfeit it's a good time to mention that uh, obviously we're trying to bump up our iTunes ratings if you click subscribe leave us a review if you like what you're listening any comments on what you want covered in episodes coming up in the new year please let us know we've been looking at the analytics on uh, who's listening it's great to see people all over Ireland are picking up on this but also uh, the second most listened to part of the world that people listen to this is Las Vegas which is fantastic so I think that's a shout out to the boys in Real Results Gym in Las Vegas who we've uh, built a really good relationship with over the last three or four years we've gone over and back to do sessions with them and uh, run Facebook live events so shout out to Big Daddy Big Hulky and Francis the boys over in Real Results top men top 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 men so over the road for this week's fitness forfeit so we're getting a little bit festive for this week's Christmas forfeit Uh, we're going to call it the 12 rounds of Christmas and the premise of the challenge is it's going to be things that anyone can do at any time you do not need a gym you can do it in your living room you can do it in the car park it doesn't matter Um, and it's going to be bodyweight exercises we want you to tag and film uh, so do a time lapse on your phone so you can everyone can see the whole thing uh, and tag FS Gym. The exercises is going to be 20 mountain climbers, 15 squats, mm. 10 reverse lunges each leg and 5 push-ups for 12 rounds continuously making the 12 rounds of Christmas. In terms of the, what we're going to do for that challenge is we're going to make it we're going to make it fun and we're going to make it team based. So I'm going to ask Brads if you can call out five members of the gym. I got a good idea who's probably going to be called out. Or anyone, they could be anyone. It could be anyone, but part of your team. And Rory, you are going to pick five coaches. Do they have to be be FMS coaches or can it be coaches anywhere? Should we, should we open it up? We could open it up we'll a little bit. We'll open it up. Brads, it can be anyone. And Rory, it could be any coaches. Um... We're going to have a little challenge. The challenge is going to be... Well, Sarah's got many talents. One of her talents is she can play a thing called the nose flute. So... <laughs> I've never heard this, by the way. Like, I, It's I, not a real instrument. You, you told me to look up video on YouTube and I didn't even do it. So I have no idea what this thing is going to sound like. So, Very out of tune. Yeah. Just to warn people. Okay, okay. All right, come on. So it's going to be... Uh, Sarah's going to play five songs... And the first to three is the winner. Losing team does the 12 rounds of Christmas with their elves. The right, so my, 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 five, my five are, I'm going to call up, I'm going to call up Mikey South is going to be one. Good choice. Uh, I'm going to get Francis O'Hare over in Las Vegas. I'm also going to get uh, Big Hulky as partner in crime. Boom. Those two boys are going to do it. I'm going to shout out Berkey in CrossFit 353 at Peter Burke don't know what is he's wrecked after the bike this morning yeah well, well he's got the Christmas suit it, so Burke's yeah. going to hit it up and then I'm going to get the my man Hot Soup the one and only Hot Soup Hot coming soup, in baby. we'll all get that done uh, next week but Brads you're losing so who are your five doing with you Brads no chance for losing this now so but I will cut out um, okay so Garrett Logan oh, I knew Logan this is good because like 100% Garrett Logan good boys for bodyweight exercises uh, Lord Chunky oh Lord Chunky oh Lord. Johnny McDonald. The J-Man. Hot yeah. J. We'll get Hot J in there. Yeah. Um, do they all have to be FFS or? No, yeah, no anyone. Okay. Anyone, anyone. Like um, You're going to bring in Brian Cahill and um, I'll bring in, actually, can, um, would you like to do it? No. No. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah and uh, we'll bring in Michelle then as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's not going to like that. All right, all right. Okay, so... That's down to Sarah now, Michelle. So, <laughs> so Sorry, Michelle. We, we sh- shout in our name and then the song, right? So let's do it. Be prepared. This oh, God. Okay. Do Brad, okay. don't look at the... Brad. He can't so hold on, do we have to call? You say your name, so say, your name. say like Shout Brad's, the name, and, and then, then the song. Yeah, yeah, right. The first person to shout their name. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we go, you'll get a point for getting the right song. Oh, negative marking. Oh, negative oh, marking. marking. Okay. Yeah, Rods just killed you last, or yeah. killed Reese. Yeah. Brad's. Oh! So, thank you, Sarah. Uh, jingle bells. Damn it! One hey. Brad's. Okay, all right. Okay. Next. Oh, ah! Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so if I get this wrong, I'm done. Okay. Rory, Mary had a little lamb. Yes. <laughs> I was saying, no matter what, there, I was shouting my name. Okay. Like two one. Oh, it's on. Brad. Oh, oh, he just stops up. He could get it wrong. He doesn't know. Yes. Yes. Can't get a playback. It's 2-1. Got to put some pressure oh, on here, Brad. Yeah, Three, Brad, you're going to have to get a two, answer. Go, Brad. One. Any song? No. 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 So, negative marking for Brad. One, one all. One all. No, I don't have to take it. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't have no idea. Do you want to play it again? No. no, no, no. La- last no. song, Sudden Death. Want Do you want to know what it was? Yeah, what was yeah. it? Ireland's Call. Oh, oh, geez, I shouldn't have said that. We are. Oh, idiots. I should have known that one. <laughs> it was okay. probably really out You should play that in the stadium. <laughs> okay. Reese's next match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, right, the so. The next one is going to be. I'm panicking now, my heart is raging. Last one, last one. Um, Actually, do you know what? Why don't we just call it a draw? Everyone I picked does the forfeit regardless. It's the Christmas spirit. Rhodes, what do you think we do that? Sounds like a plan to Perfect. Me. All 12 of us doing it. Brads, can't say anything. Let's do it. Thanks uh, to Sarah and Brads for joining us and a massive well done again. Uh, some really good takeaways for people listening at home. Uh, normal people can, you know, make really, really significant changes to their life in a short period of time with the right attitude and focusing on simple enough steps. Uh, it's been a blast having you guys in. We've, uh, we've loved it. Thanks, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening, guys.